Yo, what's up everybody? So I've been using the BlockFi service for a little while now. I uh, started out using it as an interest-bearing account for Bitcoin. So you deposit some Bitcoin in there, you earn a 6% APY uh, on the Bitcoin that you deposit in there. Um, but they also have this uh, crypto collateral loan service. So with the advent of DeFi and uh, all these various services popping up where you can basically take your crypto, uh, collateralize it in a vault or a, a smart contract or anything, and basically just take out a loan against that crypto as collateral. Uh, so you get the benefits of not having to actually sell that crypto, and instead you can use the liquidity uh, generated from it to trade or to invest in something else or you know pay off other debts or what have you. There's uh, millions of use cases out there for what you can do with the funds uh, once you get the liquidity. Uh, but that's the basic reason why you would even get any sort of crypto collateral loan uh, is because you want some form of liquidity, but you don't want to sell the underlying uh, crypto asset that you've got. So BlockFi offers a loan service and I was curious about it. Uh, so I decided to give it a shot about a month ago because I have some experience with uh, other crypto collateral loan products. Um, I decided to give BlockFi a try and uh, just basically see what it's about and see if it's a viable uh, solution for people who want to take advantage of liquidity but don't want to sell their crypto. So some other reasons why you might consider taking out a crypto loan, uh, and BlockFi talks about these, but um, I'll just kind of paraphrase what they've said. When you take out a loan, say for Bitcoin, let's say you take out a $5,000 loan from BlockFi on $10,000 worth of Bitcoin. If you bought that Bitcoin for $1,000 and you were to sell that Bitcoin uh, for $10,000, you would be paying taxes on uh, capital gains of $9,000. But if you instead took that one Bitcoin to BlockFi, collateralized it, and took out $5,000 uh, in a crypto loan from them, uh, that would not be a taxable event because you're not actually selling that Bitcoin and actualizing uh, the gains that you've earned uh, from that trade because um, you're not selling. So that's just another reason why uh, a lot of people are considering things like crypto loans. Um, if you believe Bitcoin is not just going to 10,000, but it might be going to 50 or $100,000 someday, Maybe you don't want to sell it, but you also need some form of liquidity now to do another trade or to invest in something else or pay off a debt. Um, you could consider a loan for something like that. But before I keep going any further, uh, I just want to say using crypto collateralized loan products does carry risk. It's not a risk free thing that you can do, especially with what happened back in March. Uh, it's still kind of fresh in our minds that, you know, crypto can drop out of nowhere and uh, things can just prices can fall rapidly into values that you might not expect. So uh, back in March, Bitcoin, Ethereum, many other cryptos, and even stocks dropped uh, almost in half, some of them even more than half. Um, and I know on MakerDAO, there was a huge uh, liquidation event where people lost millions of dollars uh, in their vaults, basically because the price of their collateral fell, they weren't able to send in ETH or send in BAT to fulfill uh, their collateral ratio. And so they were liquidated and lost money. So same thing can happen anywhere else if you're on BlockFi and Bitcoin drops significantly uh, and you're not fast enough to deposit more uh, collateral or pay off your loan, you could get liquidated. Uh, some of your Bitcoin could get sold off at that low price. And it's basically just a margin call. So if you're familiar with trading on margin, uh, you've got to basically keep a healthy margin ratio 
Otherwise, you could get liquidated and lose a lot of money. That's obviously why a lot of people recommend just staying away from margin. So if you don't have experience with uh, margin or uh, any type of loan like that, you might want to reconsider taking out a crypto collateral loan or at least do it with a small amount, kind of get a good feel for it before you just jump in and throw a lot of money at it uh, if you don't understand how it works. So other use cases for the collateralized loan, I'm not going to get too deep into those because you can find use cases anywhere. The basic premise is that you're getting liquidity on your crypto without selling it. So whatever you want to do with that liquidity is a potential use case. You know, if you want to buy stocks, you want to buy real estate, you want to pay off uh, your tax debt. Uh, there's a million things you can do with it. So I won't get too deep into those. BlockFi has uh, some use cases listed on their website and they've got some testimonials where people uh, talk about what they did with the liquidity. You can find uh, any number of articles online about different uh, liquidity uh, use cases so uh, that are not even related to crypto. So there's plenty out there uh, if you wanna research different use cases. Uh, but I'm sure if you're get, kind of getting into this anyways, you already have something in mind. So the general loan process is that you apply for a loan and if you're approved for the terms that you've set up, you then deposit your Bitcoin or Ethereum or Litecoin uh, into the wallet address that they give you. And once that fund transfer is done, uh, BlockFi basically just confirms a few things and then your loan uh, is established and they send the US dollars uh, straight into your bank account through a wire transfer or uh, if you want it in GUSD, you can just get uh, GUSD from them. Uh, I would probably go the GUSD route if I were doing something in crypto. Uh, but if I were doing anything out of crypto, I probably would just go for the wire transfer. And then basically from there, you just make interest only payments every month. Um, so I think for a $5,000 loan, um, if you've got a loan to value ratio around 35%, um, you're going to pay about like $35 or $40 a month uh, in interest payments. Uh, but each of those payments goes directly toward the interest that it costs you to have the loan out, uh, which is, comes out to about 8% uh, per year. So you're basically just paying that 8% per year per month. And there's this other service called ScratchFi that BlockFi uses uh, to manage the interest payments. Uh, and it's super easy. You can automate the, uh, the whole thing. So it just automatically drafts out of a checking account or a debit card or something like that. So it's really easy. You don't even really have to think about it. Um, and obviously, if you're taking out one of these loans, for paying a $40 per month interest payment is not going to uh, really hurt you. Um, you just have to make sure whatever you're doing with the loan justifies paying that interest. So on their website, they say it takes about 90 minutes or something to apply for a loan and get approved. Uh, and then you deposit your collateral. And then I don't know what it says, maybe one day or two days or something to actually get the liquidity into your bank account. So like I said, I used BlockFi. I wanted to try out the loan. So I took out a loan. Um, this was about a month ago. I applied for the loan and I was approved, I think within the same day. Um, and then it took, I think, one or two more days to actually get uh, the liquidity in my bank account. So they sent me the liquidity as a wire transfer. I basically just applied for the loan on like a Monday or a Tuesday. And then within, you know, the same week, Thursday or Friday, I had gotten the uh, wire transfer from BlockFi. So it was super fast. Um, I was actually pretty surprised that they did it that quickly. Um, so I know for people in DeFi, if you're using those loan products, you expect your loan to be within like 10 minutes, like you deposit your crypto, you uh, set your terms on the loans. 
Um, and since it's DeFi, you know, it's an automated protocol. You just get your loan right away. This is obviously a little bit different. Um, and I'll get into the pros and cons of using centralized finance like BlockFi versus decentralized finance like MakerDAO uh, at the end of this video. But basically, uh, the process of getting the loan was super easy. I just deposited my Bitcoin. I put it into the address that they gave me. And the Bitcoin for my collateralized loan is actually held by a third party. So BlockFi is not even the custodian of the Bitcoin. Um, they use another service. So now that I've got the loan, it's basically just making interest payments every month. And then I have the liquidity. I get to do whatever I want uh, with that liquidity. And I was curious about different things um, like refinancing. And uh, if I were to deposit more collateral, can I take out a bigger loan? If I were to sell some of my collateral, can I do that without hurting my existing loan position? Um, all that stuff is super easy. And uh, if you want to pay off your loan, you can actually do it um, with your collateral. So I haven't tried doing it yet, uh, but let, let's assume that Bitcoin doubles in price, right? It's at 11,000 today, it goes to 22,000, uh, and I'm, uh, willing to pay off my loan. So I take uh, a portion of the Bitcoin I have in there. I pay off the loaned amount and then I can withdraw the rest of the collateral and the loaned, the original loaned amount, the, that they had wired to my bank. Uh, I basically can just keep that wherever I have it. So I think that's what a lot of people are thinking is that you basically take out the liquidity today. You are very bullish on Bitcoin in the future. Uh, once Bitcoin goes up significantly in the future, you sell some of your collateral to pay off the loan and then you take the rest of your collateral out of BlockFi and then do whatever you're going to do with the Bitcoin. So that's the basic way that the loan works. It's super easy. That's why I'm not really getting too in-depth on uh, exactly all the nuances of it because it literally took me two days to get the loan sent to me um, and obviously BlockFi has great customer service uh, so like I said I was exploring the refinancing process and everything and uh, it's basically just getting in touch with their support either on the phone or through email and they will answer anything you need and uh, they were really fast at responding so you know I, I think I put in I think I emailed support about a question about refinancing and within, you know, two hours, I got a response about uh, how the refinancing process works. Uh, if I wanted to deposit more collateral or if I wanted to uh, use existing collateral to pay off a loan. Um, so I, I would expect. So I know one of the top questions is going to be how much Bitcoin do you need or how much uh, crypto do you need? Um, so you can use Bitcoin, Ether or Litecoin to do one of these loans. Uh, I used Bitcoin. Uh, the minimum loan amount that you can take out from BlockFi is $5,000. Um, so obviously that's quite the barrier to entry for a lot of people. Most people will probably not be able to use a service like BlockFi uh, in the crypto space, um, especially because I think this is catering, you know, I don't even know if BlockFi operates outside of the US, but this is obviously catering more toward uh, a US customer. So BlockFi kind of targets that, you know, middle-ranged U.S. customer, you know, not major institutions necessarily, but also not uh, just your average Bitcoin holder. You know, I think they're targeting someone in the middle because um, you need a decent amount of collateral uh, to be able to take out a $5,000 loan. Obviously, you need about one Bitcoin. Um, so I'll leave this link in the description. You can play around with it. You can see uh, how much collateral you would need to take out, you know, a $5,000 loan, a $50,000 loan, uh, whatever is relevant to you. So to close this off, I'll just talk about some of the pros and cons of CeFi. So DeFi is decentralized finance. Those are services like MakerDAO, 
um, that we're all familiar with, I think, if you're spending a lot of time in crypto. DeFi is exploding. There's about, I think it just hit $4 billion yesterday uh, in assets locked in DeFi. Uh, and most of DeFi is just these types of collateralized loan products. So DeFi is different than CeFi, which is centralized finance, uh, which is basically what BlockFi is. Um, so it's kind of like a hybrid bank. That's the way I look at it. You know, they're not exactly like a bank uh, in terms of the barriers to entry and the kind of red tape that you need to go through. Um, they're not as bad as a bank, but they're also not uh, as like a decentralized service where there's no KYC. You don't need to really put in any information other than your collateral. And then you tell the, the protocol what you want. Obviously, this kind of lands somewhere in the middle. Um, I think BlockFi is really easy to use, but it's also got KYC and it's definitely kind of feels like you're using a bank uh, versus using a decentralized protocol. So that's how I view it. It's a hybrid solution. Um, and there's pros and cons to that um, that come along with using a hybrid solution like this. Um, so I still use DeFi. I obviously I'm not just like switching all of my crypto collateral over to BlockFi. Uh, to take out these loans but i think it's an interesting mix to have a little bit of cfi uh, for these loans and then have a little bit of DeFi for these loans you kind of hedge your risk a little bit because um, with DeFi, a lot of people don't realize that there's protocol risk so uh, you know the huge dow event that happened a couple years ago where uh, on ethereum there were millions and millions of dollars stolen um, that kind of protocol failure event could happen again and it could happen on DeFi. Uh, and there's obviously $4 billion there. So there's a decent incentive for people to jump in and try to take advantage of the protocol. Um, so there's a risk there. And there's a similar risk if you come over to CFI because uh, you're kind of relying on BlockFi and you're relying on their third-party custodian. Um, obviously, the not your keys, not your crypto still applies here. So uh, if you take out a loan, you put in one Bitcoin as collateral on BlockFi and uh, you take out a $5,000 loan, that one Bitcoin that you're holding there as collateral uh, is obviously not your Bitcoin anymore. That's technically you own it, but you also don't own the keys to that Bitcoin. So if something happened to BlockFi, something happened to their custodian, it's not guaranteed that you're going to get that Bitcoin back. So obviously there are third party risks. So do your own research. Be very careful about how you use these things. I definitely would not take all of my crypto and put it into a service uh, like BlockFi or even like MakerDAO. Um, you know, I use... I use smaller amounts uh, to kind of play around with these tools, uh, gain some liquidity, but also just gain exposure to uh, the different products that are out there. Because uh, to me, that's the more, most important thing is just being able to use these products and learn about these products, um, you know, as we kind of reach mainstream adoption uh, in crypto over the next, you know, 10, 20 years. I want to have positioned myself um, to just learn about these things and be uh, on top of the latest developments. Um, so I look at BlockFi no different than uh, something like MakerDAO, where it's mostly a learning process for me rather than, you know, take all my crypto, dump it in here and make a bunch of money. You know, I don't look at it like that. Um, so be very careful about how you use these things. Uh, the last thing for a pro for using uh, BlockFi over a decentralized finance service, obviously, I, like I said, I use both of them. So I, with BlockFi, I do feel like there's a little bit more of a safety net. Um, so if your crypto collateral goes down uh, in value there's something called a loan to value ratio um, i'll put up a screenshot right now of the uh, loan portal that i've got uh, for the loan that i took out from blockfi 
on there you can see the loan to value ratio uh, and you can see they kind of have like this ticker that shows how healthy uh, the loan is so if bitcoin were to drop significantly uh, you'd see that loan to value ratio going up and uh, if it gets to 70 percent uh, blockfi would be notifying me that i'm at a margin call um, and they would basically be telling me that i either need to deposit more collateral to satisfy that loan to value ratio and make it lower or I need to pay off the loan that I've taken out from them. And if that loan to value re ratio reaches 80%, um, that's kind of the very dangerous uh, zone. That's where BlockFi is gonna automatically sell uh, some of that Bitcoin that's in there um, to satisfy that loan to value ratio uh, and pay off a portion of that loan. Um, so obviously you don't want that to happen because you're gonna be selling Bitcoin at a low price um, and it's just, it's not going to be good for your position. Like I said, if you're familiar with margin trading or margin calls at all, it's, it's your standard margin call. But the, the pro that I see for BlockFi, uh, in terms of a margin call, because margin calls exist on MakerDAO, they exist on other DeFi protocols. It's all the same. If the ratio between your loaned amount of capital and your collateral, uh, fluctuates and goes to a dangerous collateralization ratio or loan to value ratio, whatever you want to call it, um, the protocol or a service like BlockFi will automatically liquidate a portion of your position. But the thing I like about BlockFi is the notification, uh, the support, and I feel like you do have a little bit more of a grace period with BlockFi. Um, it's probably a little bit more forgiving than something like a MakerDAO. Um, so if you're gonna get into crypto collateral loans, I definitely recommend researching uh, what happened back in March. I think it was on March 23rd. And you can see a lot of people on MakerDAO back in March when crypto fell, uh, had their vaults liquidated and a lot of people lost a lot of money uh, in that event. So there's definitely a risk in margin calls and there's with crypto, when you're using crypto as the collateral, um, crypto is very volatile. So. Uh, anything can happen. You can get liquidated faster than you can believe. To me, BlockFi is a little bit more forgiving uh, than something like a MakerDAO. So like I said, uh, I kind of have some of my crypto collateral spread out between BlockFi uh, and some DeFi services just to kind of play around with them. Uh, but also because I feel like it hedges the risk a little bit to be, you know, halfway into CeFi, halfway into DeFi. Uh, and learn about these products over time. And uh, these products are definitely getting better. Like I know MakerDAO has made a lot of uh, improvements uh, since March. They're not perfect, but uh, they've made improvements since that liquidation event. And I'm sure BlockFi started with an initial loan product and they've been improving it uh, since the start and they'll continue uh, to improve it as well. Um, so I'll drop a link, uh, an affiliate link if you wanna join BlockFi. Um, obviously I use BlockFi. Uh, I'm using their interest bearing accounts um, to generate that 6% APY on some extra Bitcoin that I've got. Um, I'm also using their crypto collateral loan, uh, just to kind of play around with it, see what it's about. And overall, I think it's a great service. Um, and as long as you're aware of the fact that it's a centralized service, use it at, at your leisure. I think there's definitely pros and cons, like I said. So do your research, try it out, tell me what you think about it, and uh, I'll catch you next time.